I love hearing like my voice through the headphones because it always sounds like it just sounds beautiful. It just sounds different. <laughs> like <laughs> it I, is. I have the like the setup at home, and the other day I was like rehearsing, and I could have like like rehearsing like my band songs and stuff like that. I just went there and like spoke to the microphone. I was like, oh shit! I just sang to the microphone <laughs> for myself and put the headphones on for myself. Just because everything just sounded so much cooler. You're just like, oh shit, I sound so good. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> oh, that's a sexy voice. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, I absolutely hate hearing the the sound of my voice. So like people will be like, oh, do you listen to your episodes back after you do? I'm like, no, I, oh. b- I barely edit them because of that. So I hate listening back to it. But in the moment, it doesn't feel bad. Like in the moment, it, it sounds cool. I'm just. It does kind of sound like... Um, I mean, because we have headphones on too, so yeah. it's like it's like we're talking normally, but like it's just amplified right into oh, your yeah. ears. That's very true. Because like obviously, like hearing your own voice and like being able to like, oh, I hear this like right there. But like I'm, I can hear like the same voice, like like sorry, same same level, where you're a bit far away from here. <laughs> so, yeah. So, do you feel like when you hear your voice back on a, like a recording of it, do mm-hmm. you do you you think it sounds weird or do you like? Because I think I sound like. I think I sound like n- more nasally and I'm just like, I kind of, I, I think I sound like this, like when I'm talking <laughs> normally and I'm like, oh God. Um, yeah, it kind of sounds different. I think I've kind of gotten used to the sound of my voice with the years. Like at first it would shock me so bad. Uh, I think I've gotten used to it a bit more. Um, but I don't know. I was going to say something. It just went, <laughs> it, it legit just went and it's like flew. Um, how about oh, like no, your yeah. singing so, voice? So like the tone of my voice, I totally get. But then like the pronunciation, whether it's in English or Spanish, it's just like, oh, wait, I speak like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's the same way too. Like obviously English is my first language. English English is my only language. <laughs> but depending on how, or depending on who you ask, I might not even speak good English at all. <laughs> speak it well. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I'm not like uh, a, a, uh, what is it? A linguist is a, somebody who studies uh, speech and stuff. But like, I, especially for me, because I'm just an idiot, and I like yeah. every other every other word I say is either like or just the f word. I'm like fucking yeah. this fucking thing and that fucking thing, and then like I'll go to visit my parents, and then I'll just be like, yeah, this fucking guy. And then my mom's <laughs> like, why do you why do you talk like that? Like, what is wrong with you? To me, that happens a lot of ing- in English, but I think it's just because it helps me kind of add an extra couple of seconds to think about anything that I'm going to say. Like, even if it comes natural when I'm talking and everything, but I do say like loads of times. Mm-hmm. And I do say, well, I do say the F word like many, many times. <laughs> but it's just like the F word, it was like more because I was like hanging around, hanging around people would say the whole fucking time. So I'll be like, yeah, you've got it like whole <laughs> fucking time. Like it just comes natural, but I just I just got that from other people. Like is more, it just gives me a couple extra seconds to think, and I overdo it, which I don't like at all. Yeah. Uh, if if sometimes I want if sometimes I listen back to any of the podcasts I've done or anything like that, I'm always like, see, all the time I'm like, why 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 <laughs> like, it just it just comes natural. Yeah, I think I think too like a like 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 yeah. uh that's something that people more in our generation kind of do cuz I remember growing up um 
and my 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 parents would always be like every i would say like 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 and they'd be like 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 <laughs> like it sounded like the the fucking seagulls from finding nemo they're like mine 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 um and just always like they would do it all the time to kind of like try to make us break that habit yeah. but it would just make us mad like me and my siblings we'd just be we'd be like uh, no no i'm not, not going to tell you what i was going to say because you just are mocking me my yeah. my speech yeah. we can't help that we're stupid and we just can't say things without saying like in the middle with like in spanish i do try to pay i mean in english i pay attention to it too it's just a bit harder um but in spanish i'm I'm usually like quite picky with language and try to express myself as well as possible in english too but again it's harder but in spanish i'm usually like quite quite picky and then i'll do something like that i'm like uh. i feel like when you like well i don't speak spanish but i i kind of know i know a little bit yeah. of it but uh, with Spanish, like there are words in Spanish that are very specific to like things that you're talking about. So you can say, like, if that makes any sense. I don't like in English. Like you could be like, oh, like you're talking, like talking about something, and you're kind of like dance around the way you want to say it. But like in Spanish, you you would say something, and it would be like very specific to what you're saying. Like you you would say the words in Spanish, and they only specifically mean that thing. I thought that way, and then I realized I realized not that much that way. Really? Yeah, I be because there's many times where I be speaking to some friends in Spanish, and I'll just throw in a word in English. Oh, just in the middle of the sentence? Yeah, just because it like makes so like much more sense, and it just gives me like the exact meaning that I want at the moment. So sometimes I do just like be speaking in Spanish and say the word in English. Oh, okay. I think I, I, sometimes too, like when I go see my grandma, she'll, uh, she'll say stuff like that in, in English, like kind of like Spanglish, I guess yeah. is that kind of what it is? Like yeah. a little bit of both. Like with, with all my friends that speak English properly, we kind, we're all kind of used to doing some Spanglish. Uh, which we don't we don't mix words and we don't create words. <laughs> Did you not make up new words? Yeah, we don't make up new words. We just we just like switch mid sentence. For example, I have a, a friend that's like he he used to work in the music industry with him in Madrid, but he was born in New York. His dad is Irish, so he's like his first language is pretty much English, mm-hmm. even if he's like bilingual basically. And Spanish is his Spanish is perfect, but we were talking in Spanish, and then we'll be like, "Tío, viste ayer resting? Oh man!" And then he just switched to English. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be. This, that's not confusing at all. Like, or no. no, I guess if you understand both, it's no. probably just like whatever. Like, I was talking about this yesterday. I think it was. Um, I do think in English. Oh really? Yeah. I always wondered that. I think in English, m- like more often than I'd imagine, and I only realized about this. Because sometimes I find myself looking things up in Google in English. <laughs> in English. And I'm like, wait, Google understands Spanish. Like, <laughs> I could type this in Spanish and read the whole. But I'll be like, what does this mean? Instead of say, putting like whatever word significado and then reading the meaning in Spanish. Oh. I'll be like, what does this mean? And then like get the meaning in English. And, and Spanish is your first language then, right? Yeah, absolutely. Is that, does that make you feel like, we- not weird, but like... Is it like, oh, shit, like when you realize, like, oh, I think in English, like, 
Not really, but only because I studied English from a very young age. Oh, okay. So I think if I started learning English later in life, I wouldn't have that so ingrained in my system. But I started learning like very late, like since I was, I think, four. Oh, five. dang. So you were like... Yeah. And I caught it up like very quickly. So you damn near like learned English like as you learned Spanish when you were growing up. Kinda. Kinda. Uh, obviously... More so, there's a difference, and I would go to like one lesson a week, but I still started learning since I was like very little, and I was very good with like languages since I was young and with accents. Like, my accent, my accent, I think like my accent right now is way worse than it was like 10 years ago. You think so? Yeah, I think so, like completely, and and probably worse than it was 15 years ago. (laughs) Because so when I started learning English, um, I learned with British teachers. Oh, okay. And my accent was like completely British, like completely, to the point the teacher went to my parents and the world. She asked them, "Hey, do you guys have family in Manchester?" And they were like, "No, why?" He's like, "He just sounds Mancunian. He just sounds from the north. He just sounds from there." I'm like, "No." Interesting. And then I had like strong British accent for a good chunk of time, and that's I watching uh, wrestling and NBA. To learn, like, learn American English? No, just because I really like wrestling and NBA. And that was all American English. So then, like, from watching so much that, that, I just switched to American. And also, like, American accent is easier for a Spanish person. Because he has, like, more R's and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's easier to pronounce. And now I'm, like, it got to a point where I got stuck in this weird in-between of, like, having a bit of a British accent. And having a bit of an American accent, it is interesting because it kind of picks up a little bit, like here and there, like yeah. like ebbs and flows in and out of like different accents and stuff. I need to make like a conscious effort to choose one accent. <laughs> that's that's that sounds hard, or at least like you have to if you have to think about it. Like I, I mean, I usually don't, and that's why it switches so much. And also, like I didn't have that bit of Spanish accent ingrained into my accent, which I feel I have now. So now it's a weird mix of uh, English, English, American English, and Spanish accent. <laughs> do you have like a good, um, like stereotypical American accent that you you can do? Like, I know, um, <clears throat> like when Mark Andrews and Pete Dunn came over here, like we we would always be like, "All right, guys, let's go get a cheeseburger," and like it just like it's so funny because like it's they're very British yeah. and or in Welsh. And uh, just their strong accents, but then like when they're doing the American accent, it's very. It sounds very like yeah. cartoony. Uh, to me, I mean, again, it's a bit weird because no English accent is natural to me. So try like if you make me do a Spanish accent, like a specific like specific Spanish accent from a different zone. I'll be very good at that, probably. Like, I could do a Mexican accent and be able to probably tell <laughs> tell difference. But then with English, even if I do, especially, like, with my friend Patrick, like the one I told you about, we were like, yeah, we're watching some wrestling here, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> we're going like, yeah, man, we watch some wrestling, see the bands go. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I love that stuff. Like, it's just funny because, like, I just, that's how I imagine every the rest of the world thinks of us like they're just like yeah guys we're gonna watch some football and wrestling like yeah. we're just a bunch of fucking assholes like 
Yeah, it's it's funny. It's weird. Uh, but with accents, like it's always been easy for me to to like pick up an accent. So I remember when A Kid and I wrestled Lucha Bros here in in Chicago. That was twenty nineteen, I think. Beginning, yeah. That Whatever. was that Warrior. Yeah. Shout out Warrior. Shout out Warrior. Hell yeah. So yeah, we wrestled them. They obviously speak uh, Mexican Spanish. Mm-hmm. We speak Spanish Spanish, which is and similar but different. Like you understand everything. Like I don't really remember like one word being different that they said, which is when when you whip someone. To the ropes of the corner. In Spain, we would say yo te mando o te lanzo, mm-hmm. and they would say te aviento, which like I had never heard in Spanish. You're just like what? What? Te aviento. I just I picked it up from like the motions. The motions, yeah. But I I had never heard that word, and so imagine like I'm gonna do accents now. So sorry. If that <laughs> no, no worries. But if I speak in Spanish, it would be like this. Bueno, pues yo te mando aquí, te, te lanzo, te subo, te cojo un suplex, te reversas, lo que sea. But then, they, like, there would be something like that. That's going to be my best impression. <laughs> si bien, pues aquí mi hermano le avienta y le lanza para acá y aquí usted le reversa. Oh, yeah. Ten minutes in, I'll be speaking like that. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be saying. You just kind si bien, of... Si bien, pues aquí les avientamos nosotros y yo... And I was like, fuck, am I being disrespectful? Because like, it doesn't, like, it just comes natural. Like, it's no. not that I try it. But I pick up the accents. When I went to Wolverhampton, I was like, yeah, Bob, Wolverhampton, black country. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I get, th- I feel that way too. Um, because obviously in, in America, there's some sort of regional dialects and, and, and accents that, that we have. And um, I, I, I noticed that when I spend a lot of time in the South, yeah. I, I will find myself kind of talking a little, a little with a little bit of the, like, the southern drawl. That always drawl. happens, but to me, it just happens within the first 10 fucking minutes. Yeah, <laughs> without it's fail. Like, yeah, legit, like, <laughs> and I always feel, like, afraid that the other person are going to feel They're like I'm like, mocking them. Yeah, like, oh. It, I'm not, and, like, I usually really like accents. Yeah. So, in some ways, like, like a thing of love from me to my <laughs> accent. Yeah, I'm embracing accent, it. Yeah, but, like, it is, for example, like the north of Spain. I'm from the south of Spain. South of Spain has a very like southern accent, which is like you know, obviously it's different, but but it's like I wouldn't be able to pick up the difference probably, but no, like, you, you would. No, you would definitely be able to pick up the difference. Oh, really? It, same as like someone that doesn't know, like that has English as the second language, and they would be able to tell like southern accent from America. Right. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. From here, yeah, for yeah, sure. Well, same in Spain. It's like a very strong accent. Interesting. Um, but I'm used to that for like changing home my life because like my parents were from Madrid. Okay. So I would have like the neutral, quote unquote, neutral accent from Madrid at home, and then when I went out with the kids to school, I'd just speak with southern accent. Because <laughs> if not, I would have been like so weird. They'd be like, "Why does that guy sound different?" So. But then the North has a very different accent. So I'm going to do like three quick accents so you can see the differences. And, and I love those. And like, obviously, the Southern accent is ingrained in my system because I was born and raised with it. Mm-hmm. The Northern isn't. But when I go to the North, I just end up speaking like that. You just pick it up right yeah, away. Yeah. So neutral would be, estoy hablando así. Esto es un acento normal, español. That's neutral. Southern would be like, ¿y yo qué dice? It's a, it's a, uh, so it's like completely like different. And then you go to the north. 
Somos galeguinhos, hablamos así. Oh, okay. So all those are like, and and I just go to Galicia, go to the north, and within five minutes I'm already like <laughs> you're part of the... doing stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Do you do you speak any other any other language other than, other than English and Spanish? Speak a little French. I used to really speak French, uh, but it's been a long time since I haven't practiced. So, je parle un petit français. Dang. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, I was very lucky the year I got. Like I'm saying, the year I've, I've been, I studied French for longer, but it was only one year that I really learned how to speak French. We had one teacher at school. We were like 16 years old. I can remember, I because it. The system is different to the American, so I'm not gonna sure. compare it. But we were 16, and I used to study in a small home t- in a small town. Our classes were 17 people. Really? And, yeah. And then for one year, you could choose French. It was optional, and I picked it. It was me and another four people, so it was just five of us in class. We had three hours of French um, a week, and the teacher went. Um, so guys. I'm only going to do one exam at the end of the year just because the law forces me to do it. But we're not going to speak a single word of Spanish in this class. If oh. you don't know how to say anything, we'll find a way to say it in French. That's but, but we're not going to speak Spanish. So for a whole year, like three hours a week, I'd only speak in French or I'd only hear other pe- people speaking French or try to get to the words that you didn't know in French. That's kind of cool, though, because it like almost... For like your for the forced immersion into that language, you're, you're kind of like, well, if I want to be able to communicate at all, I have to just learn this. Yeah, and even if you like, don't make the effort, you're just around people doing that, and it's such a small environment. Because if it was like twenty of us, mm-hmm. I'm sure would have learned way less. But yeah. being five of you, even like when there's like everything's quiet and you have someone sitting right next to you trying to figure out a word, even if you're not paying attention, you're learning. And you're getting that information. Yeah. So it was great. And in in one year, I was able to have a conversation. I didn't know how to speak a little French. But from like that year, I went to France. I was like talking to everyone with no problems. Boom. They're just like, this guy's this guy's from here. I was like, what the? I I didn't know I could do this. That's really cool. Like I've I've I wish I would have applied myself more when I was in in high school. Like we had uh, we we had either you could either pick uh french or spanish uh-huh. and i it's i do i'm such an idiot because like when when i was in high school i was like i was for sure that 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 kid that was like well why do i gotta learn spanish like everyone here speaks english like i i wish i if i could go back in time i would kick yeah. my own ass <laughs> um because that's so for one that's super offensive to say yeah but also like bro you're a mexican like yeah. you probably should just learn yeah, so you can yeah. talk to your family yeah. like but i was i was very much like it was probably more out of laziness, just not like wanting to put in the effort to like learn right. something like that. And I put in the least amount of effort to still pass that class. But I, I can still like, like when I went to Mexico yeah, to wrestle, I was like, you know, it was me and then Stevie Ferris. I don't know if you remember him, but like mm-hmm. we were the only two uh, non-Spanish speakers okay. on that tour. And, but everybody else could kind of like, like, broken english like talk to us but like i can like understand spanish well enough that i could be like oh okay like i know what he's talking about um and then like to be like oh like ask where the bathroom's at (laughs) order food and stuff or just asking people it was mostly um when we would 
talk to the girls after the show just be like mm-hmm. oh like where are you from stuff like that like but i never really like i still i do want to learn like i know they talk about like um there's like rosetta stone and stuff like that like there's like online oh, things you can learn uh learn different languages with and i feel like i i am obligated to yeah, like learn spanish and all that stuff. yeah and I, I think i think it would just be like a good skill to learn like to yeah. have a different language under your belt i i did japanese and duolingo for a bit mm. i stopped but i, might, I might pick it up someday it's just, obviously it's hard um i did like a big a bit of french just to try to pick it back up but the difference for example i had with you i was very lucky and i guess it's also a cultural difference but my father was like since i was very little he was like you're gonna need English in your life. Like you're gonna need it. Like it's just gonna be very helpful for you. So you better learn English. Like <laughs> it's gonna be important for you. So I was there, and and also I was lucky that I liked languages. Yeah. So I enjoyed learning them. But I got that in re- like yeah I got that in my system very little and I and I had that very clear like I'm gonna need this in my life. This is gonna be important for me. So I better learn it. That's good. That's good that you had that early on i mean my family um they my mom like my parents speak spanish and they they definitely tried to teach us when we were younger and like my sister can speak it fluently still um but i just never really kept it on <laughs> no you're good it's cold in here is it no <laughs> in the u.s not here oh it's just <laughs> it's in general in yeah i mean it's cold in spain too God, but it feels like a big difference with like temperatures, like in and out. Yeah, it, so, it like fucks with you. Uh, I feel like that's how people get sick. Is like going yeah, in and out, in yeah. and out, in and out through hot and cold. Like yeah. your body's just like goes into shock. And I'm a person that sweats very easily, so I get like I'm co- like I have a cold during most of the year, because what happens to me is like I'll go to bed, I'll find a comfortable, uh, warm, uh, uh temperature. Mm-hmm. I'll fall asleep and I sweat during the night. Oh, yeah. So I wake up in cold sweat. Ooh. Not fun. So I get, like, I have a cold, like, since September until March, I have a cold. That sounds awful. Yeah. it's it's It sucks. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. God. Meanwhile, like, I, I like sleeping. I like I like sleeping as cold as possible. Okay. I like having it, like, we'll we'll, like... We'll turn. We'll actually turn the heat off in our apartment yeah. at night, and we just have like a ton of blankets on the bed. Okay. And we'll, like we just get under the covers, and then like if it gets hot during the night, we'll just take them off oh, and stuff yeah. like that. But I like I like be having the temperature in the whole room being cold. That way, like you know, we could be warm yeah. in the bed and stuff. I don't. Know. I'm the. I think I'm kind of the other way around, because when that happens, that's when I get fucked up. Oh yeah. Yeah, because like. I like being super warm when I go to bed, but super warm within my body. Yeah. So if the room is cold and I need to cover myself to be super warm, that means when I when I sweat during the night, the temperature is going to be cold. Oh, yeah. So when like you take if, it off. If, if I uncover myself or if I'm just sweaty and sweaty in a cold room, that's going to be so much worse. So you're going to like freeze. Yeah. I much rather have like a decent warm temperature where I don't need to cover myself up that much, and I still do. But if I take something off, like it's still like a decent temperature, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna be like freezing. I don't know. No, I know exactly how you feel. Um, but it's been it's been like wild this week though because like 
earlier in the week it was like in the 60s almost like it was pretty warm yeah yeah, yeah. fucking I was, global I was warming i was expecting like really bad like actually like filled up my case with too much stuff because i was expecting like the worst of the cold oh yeah it, it actually hasn't been too bad like no? the t- I, th- I feel like today is like the coldest day it's been in like the last two weeks like it's it's been relatively warm like i haven't really needed a jacket i mean i wear shorts all year round so <laughs> i mean you're, you're built for this i definitely i, I could definitely <laughs> feel it like i ha- i'm having my my joggers like trousers my jacket, a different like another layer layer that's quite warm. So there's like and I could still feel the cold. And there's been a couple of days where I've been to training and I would have like an under layer mm-hmm. beneath me. And it was like I'm happy that I have this. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, it, so it's better to be prepared than not. Like, <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine myself like seeing like walking out today, how you how you're walking. Like shorts and like just a denim jacket like no way I, I just wouldn't be able to do it i definitely get those looks um from people because <laughs> i just like it's always funny because we're like oh like aren't you cold i'm like i mean i get cold <laughs> i do get cold but like i feel like my legs don't get cold f- that fast yeah, as, as opposed to like my upper body yeah, same. and uh and I, i've always i've used this logic for years especially with my mom because she'd be like what, where's your jacket? You need a jacket when you go outside. And I'd, be like, I'd always be like, Mom, I'm going from the house to my car and then from my car to wherever the hell I'm going. I'm not going to be standing outside. Like, I don't need a whole, like, that's, snowsuit. That's very true. And that's something I always feel, too, that's, like, different with us Europeans. Because there's so much more walking or public yeah. transport than you take. If I knew I was just getting... From my car, like from my house to my car to the car, like to the car. Sorry, from my house to the car, then like from <laughs> the car to wherever I'm going, and then just probably a minute walk until, or even like just getting out of the car and getting to the door of wherever I'm going. Then I wouldn't be packing so many clothes or yeah. having a big, big ass coat. I would just be like, okay, what do I need for room temperature? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, um, I, it's so, it's so funny. Like, I, I actually got my first winter jacket since i was like a kid but my first one as an adult like last year because it was like we had like really bad like snow and stuff yeah. that last year that yeah. was like insane so i was like actually wearing like pants and like a jacket during the winter and everyone's you, like wow <laughs> everyone's like whoa like it must be serious yeah. if you're wearing sh- <laughs> you're not wearing shorts oh, wow. so this coat that i have here i only bought uh that warrior match we had against the Lucha Bros, we were talking. Mm-hmm. That was January fifth. Oh wow! Yeah, and that match was supposed to be Aiken and Saidal, but Saidal got hurt like that same week. Oh shit! So Warrior messaged me two days before the show, saying like, "Hey, can you come? Can you get a flight to Chicago tomorrow?" I was like, "Yeah." Were you back home? Or? Yeah, I was back home. I was in Madrid. Oh shit! They're just like, "Hey, could you come? Can like- you come like tomorrow to Chicago? Spend the weekend here?" I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I think you can do that." It's also, um, we were talking about like Christmas festivities, mm-hmm. like Three Wise Men. That's like the oh, big yeah. presence day in Spain. Oh, yeah. We're going like, to come back to that's that. That's the night of January 5th to the morning of January 6th. So it was like, oh, Christmas present for me. Awesome. Hell yeah. But as soon as I knew that, I went straight and bought this jacket because it was like, there's no way I'm coming to Chicago in January with the jacket oh. I have in Madrid. Yeah, that's true. Like I needed 
a bigger jacket. It was like for sure. And I had like winter jackets. Like Madrid gets cold in the winter. But, but like I was so scared of the Chicago winter that I was like, oh, I'm getting this. <laughs> the Chicago winter can definitely uh, be a, a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to what you're talking about with yep. like the stuff, like the Christmas traditions and stuff back home. We were talking about this earlier and you mentioned the 12 grapes. Yep tradition yep. talk about this 12 grapes thing because this was this is i've never heard this and i think it's awesome so you probably i've never googled it i mean if you google it for sure but i've never looked up for it on youtube if you look up if you look it up on youtube i'm sure you'll find it i'm definitely um, going to but what we do in spain uh new year's eve it's usually dinner then people go out dinner you usually do with your families and mm-hmm. then you go out usually with your friends oh well, that's how i've always done it and most of my people do it um but yeah so the last 12 seconds of the year you eat one grape per second <laughs> until you reach the new year it's televised in every single channel every single station has a different set of broadcasters broadcasting from the biggest square in Madrid or different places. It's usually a bigger square in Madrid. Some smaller TV channels go different places and do some other stuff. Yeah. But they all have like, and it's like the biggest deal. Like <laughs> who's, who's the host for like the campanadas? We call them. Who's the host for the campanadas this year? Uh, what are they going to wear? Like, what's it going to be? Da, da, da. Like the first ad for the new year is so like it's so expensive even like the um, the lettering on the tv that says like one grape two grapes like that's usually also like uh advertisements oh really advertisements, yeah and and that's like expensive as fuck that's like the most expensive minute in the whole tv in spain in spain the whole year because <laughs> everybody literally everybody everyone's watching. watching yeah so what they usually do is um and they always joke about this. I'm, I'm not going to be able to translate the joke that's my, that much because it's just like <laughs> popular culture. Yeah. But there's like this big bell. So it first goes like... Which means like it's almost about to start. And then they say the cuartos, like the quarters. So it goes like... Tun, 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 four times. Mm-hmm. And people always get mistaken and end up eating grapes over there. Oh, they fuck it up. They fuck it up all the time. That's why they started like <laughs> putting like the letterings on the TVs that it was like one, two, three, four, even like Pac-Man thingies eating the grapes. You gotta make it easier so for people. So people knew it. Because the thing is like, you're all around the family. The person, like the the um, hosts are talking, but they're talking, but they have to listen to. So they're like confused. They need to like keep it going, but also listen to the thingy <laughs> and uh, like narrate it to you. And you're talking with the family. It's like, is it now? Is it like, no, that was El Carrillon. That was uh, the quarters. No, no, no. That was like the big bell from the beginning. <laughs> and while the, you're like, I mean, like you hear one bell. It's like, no, this must be the greatest. And someone always fucks it up. <laughs> someone always does. So then you get like the 12 seconds to the new year. So it's like one, boom, two, boom, three, boom. And it's just like straight up bells. Dong, dong. Dong. And at the end, it's like, happy new year, fireworks, whatever. And everybody's just like, because you have a full of grapes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's incredible. Now, is there there a specific type of grape that everybody uses or is it just grapes? Grapes. Um, It's usually uh, the, well, actually, I was going to say. I think I've used both. It's usually the green grapes. The green ones? Yeah. And they're like small. They're not like huge grapes. Not like, like the ones we grapes. have here. Yeah. They're like quite small. They're usually like like sold. Like you go 
Christmas shopping in Spain and that's like the biggest these thing. Are, yeah, these are the grapes. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then like, then they have the people that like, like peel them off and take the the skin off. Of yeah, the, the skin and the what's it called? Not the bone, but we call it bone. Oh, like the, the seeds. Seed. Yeah, the seed. Uh, so yeah, like there's people that like uh peel them and take the seed off so oh it's so easier. it's easier for you to eat yeah. them dang they probably so, make bank too yeah and they like they they're so like that too oh they so they sell them like they all sell ready like to go. that too yeah like already like we're good to go there's people that eat them like dang. just how they how they are some people just peel them off and then take out the the seed it's funny do you guys have the uh those like cotton candy grapes over there have you had those before i might but because I don't call them like that. Oh, I don't, I don't know, know what they're called. You, you've, have you had cotton candy before? Like, do you, yeah, they it, they are like green grapes, but okay. when you eat them, they taste like cotton candy. Oh wow, no, definitely I, not. They're they're disgusting. <laughs> I don't like not. them. But I was like, I wonder if like other people, like other countries, have these grapes, or is it just us? Like, but why would being you, American? Why would you like either get grapes or get cotton candy? <laughs> <laughs> why not have both? <laughs> I don't know why. Like, they're just like they're it's. They're like really sweet and and they just you're just like oh these this is cotton candy mm-hmm. like it's it's very weird. I'm not a big fan of them because like I can I'm, tell I can tell your looks. I can, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a red grape guy. Yeah, I, I I didn't really eat many grapes in Spain. Like in Spain, I think I just really ate grapes when I when it was like Christmas Eve and that was it. Or like from time to time, something in my old small town, but not. Not regularly, and then when I went to the UK, I usually like I bought grapes regularly because it was cheap. It was a way to get some fruit that wasn't really expensive and that was tasty. And I'm definitely a red grape guy. Hell yeah! yeah. So the grape tradition that that's a Spain tradition yeah. S- yeah. exclusively. I think so. I think it's not uh, like Latin America. I think it's just Spain. That's interesting. I need to check it out. I'm not sure to be honest, but I know in Spain that's like the thing i think I, i'm definitely gonna look up this look look it up on, i'm gonna look it up on youtube yeah. i'm gonna look up the history of this grape thing because i'm very intrigued and i actually might do the grape tradition this year do, on it, do it so <laughs> it's um the official the official name is like the 12 grapes of luck luck yeah so okay. like if you have those 12 grapes just as the year is ending you have some luck for the next year or whatever I only really found out, like, it's so ingrained in the culture mm-hmm. that I only really found out about that a few years ago. And I've been having them my whole life. You're just like, fuck yeah, it, it's like grape time. The 12 grapes, that's it. Yeah. Um, there's also in that big square in Madrid, because everybody just goes to that square as if it was like Times Square. Yeah. They do a pre-grapes thing, like a pre-New Year's <laughs> Eve. So the day before New Year's Eve in the morning, it serves for them to do a rehearsal. <laughs> practice the grape yeah. eating like practice like the whole bell thing because like the bell thing it's never done in any other time of the year yeah so people go over there the morning of the 30th and have the grapes in the town <laughs> everybody just gets together as it was like a fake new year's eve I'd, i've done that once because like being there new year's eve must be impossible like mm-hmm. the, like the square is big but it's not that big and it's Rampacked all the time. There's probably tons of people. People have there. to queue to get into the square. Like it's it's impossible. But the the morning one, it's like kind of easy to get there. They kind of it, maybe it's like they they break it up into two sessions so like more people can experience it live. Kinda yeah, because I would I don't think I would queue to do the New Year's Eve one, 
because I also like to spend that one with family. Yeah. But the morning one I did, I went with some friends and we did it. And it was so much fun. <laughs> like, it, it was just stupid, but it was so much fun. I was like, okay, <laughs> we did it. Let's get our fucking grades. Yeah, legit. <laughs> yeah, it, it was loads of fun. Um, And I don't know how is it for you guys over here. But I feel like, so New Year's Eve, do you, like, is it always like a familiar thing for the dinner? Or you just go with friends? Because I feel like th- like that's always the night, the night out. The yeah. big night out. But the pre going out is it special? Do you go? Do you just hang out with friends and go out? Or like, is it special for you to have dinner with family? Is it special for you to have like a special dinner, or dinner in New Year's Eve doesn't care? Like that's it's not that it's not as important. I I, I think it depends to, on on like who it is. Like I know for me growing up, uh, New Year's Eve was just like. Excuse me. Like another day. Mm-hmm. And then like that night we would like, we'd watch like the, um, they call it, like, it's like rocking New Year's Eve, whatever fucking okay. party it is. And uh, we would watch that just like sometimes we would, ha- my parents would have people over. Mm-hmm. Um, we would play like card games and stuff like yeah. that. But like as we got older, like we would, we, my siblings and I would just, we'd go do our own thing with our friends and stuff and but there we never we never really had like a like a like a special dinner for that day. Yeah. Um but I know like my girlfriend's family they would make this like um what the heck is it? It's like a stew with like sausage and like potatoes and stuff like that. It's really good. It's like Sounds good. I love nice. it. And uh they they would only ever make it every like every year around like new on new years and like they would eat it on new years uh-huh. eve and stuff like that. But um other than that i mean i'm sure p- people different families have different yeah, traditions and stuff but there's nothing like i was trying to think of that like culturally in in america i don't think we have anything that we do uh outside of like hey new year's eve it's time to f- go get drunk and <laughs> like lose our shit on new year's and i guess the the new year's kiss is kind of like we the don't thing. have that you guys don't have nope. that that's I like mean, our thing we I guess. we know it and we we know it because of Movies all the american yeah all the American movies and stuff like they all like end up transferring uh, to our to our culture, but it's not the tradition or like the mistletoe isn't really the tradition over there. But food wise, New Year's Eve dinner is as important as New, uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas lunch. Interesting. But, yeah, it's another feast basically. We uh, and we love eating over here. <laughs> oh, we do too. We do like. We don't have that set. Well, I think we kind of have like every house usually has more or less the same things. But but yeah, we definitely love eating. And that whole week is amazing. And obviously the thing is because New Year's Eve, you have like that much food too. You're also doing a feast before going out. When you go out, you're just like, you're already destroyed. You're like full of oh, shit. Yeah. And you're going to get wasted, but you're full of shit. So like, <laughs> oh no, what am I doing? I uh I I was talking about this recently with somebody. I um I was like I love how like every holiday that we have, like Christmas, Halloween, uh thanks well here in America yeah, we have Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. All of our holidays are just revolving around eating. Yep. And I was like, I'm here for that. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> I love like food. we d- we don't have Thanksgiving and I would just do Thanksgiving once just to have like a feast. <laughs> I would like to spend a, th- a Thanksgiving in America. 
obviously I'm vegetarian, so I wouldn't be able to have the turkey, which always looks amazing. You could have a tofu turkey, though. Exactly. Or, like, some other... I can find ways around, like... My mother makes, like, some really good, like, vegan roasts and stuff like that. She's learned to do, and, and it's amazing. Every time I show, show it to friends, even if they eat meat, they're like, what the fuck? What is this? It's so good. Yeah. Like, the meat doesn't... It's not meat, but it tastes like it yeah. would be. That would be the move. Mm-hmm. Saving animals. But yep. we got uh, we got questions from people. Let's questions go. and topics. Let's go. Not a whole bunch, but enough that'll... I saw a few of them, and... I thought my replies weren't gonna be great, but <laughs> we could we could uh, we could see. Yeah, that's um, right. we'll start off here from the PWT cast. <laughs> Shout out PWT cast. What's up? Uh, question number one: What American food do you wish you had back home? Like maybe that Thanksgiving dinner we were mentioning. Oh yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Just like a, a good old fashioned American thanksgiving dinner yeah because i feel like the rest of american foods have been transported like everywhere the fast foods yeah, yeah. They, so that's like, everywhere like the main american foods that people know of they're everywhere it might be easier or harder to find but you can find them but something like as the thanksgiving feast i'd like to have that oh yeah and especially like like we were talking about like vegetarian or vegan options for that like a lot of this, oh, depending on how they're prepared, because we like using a lot of butter. Yeah. Um, but, but you, you know, eat butter, vegan, right? You're not I, I, vegan. But I'm vegetarian, yeah. But you can also find alternatives to butter. Mm-hmm. Like in the I UK, try to. In, in the UK, I didn't have butter the whole time. Like I cooked vegan at home, and I still made like some toast that had like quote unquote butter. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> Do you yeah. guys have that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legit. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's funny. It's good. Um. But yeah, no, like a lot of the sides are really good. Like I'm a big fan of like the, the sweet potatoes. Um, I don't like sweet potatoes. You don't like sweet I, potatoes? I know. I know. I know I'm going to like get so much shit for that. But oh. I mean, I don't necessarily dislike them, but I don't like them. Like if I'm going sweet, I want a different kind of sweet flavor. Sure. And if I'm going potato, I want the potato. Straight up potatoes? Yeah. I, I do enjoy uh, like a straight up traditional potato as yeah. well. So it's just like... And in between, that doesn't work for me. That's fair. I know a lot of people. Not a, not a lot of people are big fans of them. Like I feel like if you're a fan, you're a huge fan. Oh yeah. But if you don't, you're like, eh. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. Um, <laughs> question number two. What what is your least favorite Pokemon? Oh, I saw that and <laughs> and it made me sad. I was actually playing Pokemon just like earlier on. We were at the store. Uh, but it's been a long time since I played. I'm trying to think. Um, maybe like I really hated Metabot back in the day because <laughs> it was just like boring to beat or to like uh train him to get it evolved. That's fair. So back in the day, it was like a bit of a pain in the ass. So maybe you could go with Metabot. Kakuna look cool, even if it's same shitty thing, but Kakuna look cool. But Metabot, I just really hated that guy. <laughs> Fuck it, that guy. Yeah, it sucks because, like, as an analogy of life, it's cool of, like, the transition and, like, being able to grow into something so much better. But I just, like, playing the games, it was so boring when you had to either use one of them or face one of them. God. 
I think I would say gut reaction. I think I'm gonna say Zubat. Oh fuck, fuck Zubat. <laughs> yeah, fuck Zubat. Specifically because like whenever you're trying to go through like like any cave, kind of tunnel cave. or cave, yeah, it's just like it's a dun, 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 dun. and then immediately like you get hit by this fucking Zubat yeah. every five seconds. These guys fuck are coming Zubats. off. Zubats. Fuck Zubats. I won't. I can stress that enough. <laughs> Things that piss me off about Zubats. Hey, they they give you like shit experience. Oh yeah, they're like. They pop up so often. They have like long levels. Sometimes they're hard to beat because they confuse you. And they do the leech leech life, so they steal your HP. Yeah. And they like get you. What's the word in English? I'm saying confused, but I don't know what's a. Uh, oh, like uh, the no, they do the confusion or like they poison you. Yeah, they poison you. They get you. Yeah, it's like so. What what's the what's the word you guys just hear? Like so the that you heard yourself. Uh, dis- like disoriented. Yeah, but like, do you know in the Pokemon's like, do you know they the say effect? they say confusion. They say confusion. Yeah, okay. they're oh, like, you know. oh, your Pokemon hurt Sorry, himself. I only in in Spanish. Yeah, but yeah, so they're like, get you poisoned, they get you confused, and they give you like shit experience, and they pop up all the time, and they're just a pain in the ass to fight again, and like, so that's a good shout. And I lo- used I used to like love especially like the the original like Pokemon games like on yeah. the Game Boy yeah. like when the Pokemon would would pop up and they had their their different cries that they would yeah. do. The Zubat one was always just like so screechy, and I I would always like have to like turn the volume down because I'm like this yeah. is I don't like this one. This nope. is too loud. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Zubats. Fuck Zubats. Yeah. Cannot stress that enough. Yep. <laughs> uh, question number three. <laughs> Good God. Who would win in a fight between a grizzly bear and a lion? I feel like this is a very like a very specific question. Let me, let me think. Um, I think it would depend too if it's a male or female lion. How old are they? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say they are in the prime it, it, of their it, it, lives. Okay. Um. I'm calling shark running double the Q. Double Sorry, no, uh, yeah. Shark shark running, no contest. <laughs> shark running. Uh, Sharknado comes through yep. and then uh, sucks them both up and the yep. sharks just yep. no contest. Them. That's pretty good. <laughs> I th- I would say probably grizzly bear. Um just because they're they're fucking nasty. Yeah. And uh obviously Chicago Bears. Yeah. Chicago Bears beat the Lions every time, so. <laughs> you got it. Though. <laughs> uh, and his last question. Okay. Uh, what happened to the lost city of Atlantis? I read that question and I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not informed enough to have an opinion about that, so I'm not going to answer that question. What is, as far as your... As far as you are informed on this Disney movie, and I don't even remember it. <laughs> that's, that's it's a great movie, though, right? It's a fucking great movie. Oh, and the th- PS One video game was great too. Oh, I've never played that. It. Was very good, and I hated that game for so long because I was stuck in a level that I just couldn't pass go past. <laughs> I just didn't know. You just had to find a way to get some like through something that I just couldn't find. And then once I got it, I was like, oh, "This is amazing." Oh, but I don't remember the movie. Oh. I remember it being a good game. But I don't really have any knowledge. And and it's probably something that I would like because all these like lost cities and stuff like that, I love that shit. Yeah. But oh, that's my obsession. Yeah. But I just haven't said enough. But what can, <laughs> you, what, what can you tell me about it? 
Uh, well, f- I will say this about, uh, and it's it's actually very funny because they, uh, he a- uh, asked that question every single time. Yeah, because I think when I read that question, I laughed because I think you asked me already last, last time? time. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I'm gonna splice them up together, like your answer from last time and this time. They pro- they might be the same thing. They might be the same answer. In in and if they are, I'm gonna be proud of myself. <laughs> The uh, this is the, the one thing I always tell people about the Disney movie that came out, which I I love. It's a fantastic movie. Um, the guy who did the animation, or yep. the, at least the animation was was based off of, um, is the same artist who does the artwork for the Hellboy comics. Okay, that's cool. And uh, and it's great. I love Hellboy. And um, yeah, that's pretty. That's, cool. that's, that's, that's pretty like cool. my one fun fact yeah, about the movie. Cool. Yeah, and like I wouldn't expect it, but it's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, La, uh, Lost City of Atlantis uh, is a common topic at work with us a lot, and uh, we've we've talked about this at at length. And I think the last we we kind of like agreed on was that there's some sort of evidence that the there's like a a place in like the Sahara Desert in in Africa uh-huh. that they there's a there's like a Something that you could see from like from space, like satellite images yeah. and stuff. They call it the Eye of the Sahara. Okay, and it's like this thing in the desert that they're like, oh, it looks like it's man-made. Like, could this be like the where the lost city of Atlantis was and stuff like that? And there's a lot of evidence like um, that points towards that and stuff that I'm not well informed I'm, on at I, all. I feel like I'm going down a YouTube hole tonight. Oh, you got to check it out. <laughs> it's great. I'll I can send you some videos. You you might okay. like. It's uh. But that's that's pretty cool. Like, I, there's 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 so many different like theories about that. But yeah, that's like where I'm at right now. I'm that's like, it's, it was in Africa. I'm I'm sure I'm sure I'm gonna I'm gonna like that's the thing. I'm sure I'm, I would love if I if I start investigating about that, I would love that. Good luck trying to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last oh, the last question we have here is yeah. from the Defending Your Movie podcast. Yeah. Shout out, uh, Defending Your Movie. Um. They asked. This is a very specific question as well. Yeah. If you had to pick a movie mm-hmm. that you replace everyone in the movie with Muppets, but one actor has to stay a human, what movie do you pick and which actor stays as a human? <laughs> okay, so this goes kind of goes with Atlantis and it's just about discovering things and stuff like that. I'd love to do National Treasure, keeping Nicolas Gage as a human and the rest be Muppets. Oh, that would be incredible. <laughs> that would be so much fun. I so I for one, shout out Nicolas Cage. He's yes. incredible. <laughs> shout oh, out National I, I Treasure. Had, like, I have a picture of like Evil Luna's Nicolas Cage candles. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, I'll show you later. Oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. He just brought one or a couple to like the tea the season and they were like oh <laughs> so good that's incredible i i love the national treasure movies like i Me think they're too. i think they're criminally underrated yes same i want them to make another one so bad yeah i i was so mad because i found out they had like national treasure3.com registered oh and they never did it i was so mad and it was like i remember being at home in the uk and tom fraser and i like or, or it was Davis, I don't know, like, the few of us, it, may, it might even be the four of us, like, the three of us, telling Kyle Fletcher, no, you're watching National Treasure with us tonight, <laughs> like, you haven't watched it, you're watching it tonight with us, and I'm not a big movie guy, because my attention span is real short, Yeah, but that, National Treasure, that was extremely my shit. It's so good, like, it reminds me of, like, growing up, like, one of my favorite fucking movies to watch was, well, movies, I will say, 
is like the original Indiana Jones tri- I was uh, trilogy. Say that. I was so sure you were and, going there. And it's literally the same, almost the same thing, like the, like treasure hunting, like yeah. trap doors, booby traps, and all this stuff. I like love that shit. it's oh god, it's so, so good. It's like with all the mystery and like finding out about the mystery, and then like finding a secret way to read into something. Yeah, and then like have something hidden in plain sight, and be like, oh no, but if I do this and this and this and this. Yeah, it's like like the, have you seen like the Da Vinci Code movies? Yeah, those are. I was thinking oh. about like Dan Brown because. Like I watched Da Vinci Code, there was I think it's Inferno that it was like very mad because it completely changes the, the ending from the book. Yeah, yeah. And like I could see like when I knew they were doing a movie and I read the book, I was like, oh, they're definitely changing the ending because the this ending isn't commercial. <laughs> they gotta change the ending because like the ending is basically I don't know which one is it, but like because I I keep on mixing them up, but I think it's Inferno. Uh. Do you know? Do you know? Do you remember Inferno? Uh, go, go. You can go on and spoil or, it. Or is it? I don't remember I, which one is which. Me neither. <laughs> but there's one with a big virus, basically. Oh, the the, the yeah, they have the bomb underneath yeah. the, the church with the yeah. Well, well, I don't need to say anything else. But ending has changed. <laughs> uh, all right, you gotta read the book to find out. Yeah. Uh, then I remember, I think it was Origin. I don't know if it's Origin again. No. Uh, the Lost Symbol, I think it is. Is it the next book after that? Or that's another Dan Brown book. Um, might even have Steel London. Can't remember. I remember like the whole, the whole book and the whole like process. Mm-hmm. And I remember enjoying the shit out of that book, but knowing the ending was gonna be disappointing. Like I, I was completely sure the ending was gonna be disappointing. Like hundred <laughs> percent, completely sure. Cause like, uh. The topic of the book and of the mystery was so ambitious. To give it a, like a crazy good ending, they would have just had to gone wild. Yeah, it would have yeah. been crazy. He, yeah, he would have to just go wild and do like something completely sci-fi. Interesting. So I, I knew the ending was going to be some sort of disappointment, but the book itself was so much fun. Interesting. And there's an, uh, you said Dan Brown? Yeah, it's, it's all Dan Brown shit. It might be my next book that I listen yeah, I'm to. Yeah, I'm going to look for it and I'll, I'll send it to you. Hell yeah. That's I've, I've got really big into doing the, the audio books now, especially when I'm at work. Just, just throw my headphones I in should, and get lost. I should, because it's... Again, like, attention span is, like, attention span is very, very low, and it's hard for me to read. And whenever I find myself, like, sitting down reading... And I used to read, like, books all the time. Whenever I see myself, like, sitting down and reading, even if I get, like, super hyped... I get up sleep. I get sleepy. <laughs> oh, immediately. I get really sleepy. Yeah. So it's like there's a couple of books that I have that have already started. I think I have like three, four unfinished books, which I never did in my life. I usually like started one and finished it. And mm-hmm. that was it. But I think I have like three, four unfinished books. There's one of them that I'm really enjoying. It's just it's very interesting, and I feel like it helps you grow and understand other people's perspectives and stuff like that. But still, it's been so hard for me to like. I think I'm like three quarters in, something like that. So yeah, it's I, I'm the same way too. It's kind of hard to like, just nail like to sit down and read and just like have my attention because I'm constantly thinking about other oh, shit I gotta be doing and yeah. stuff. Like, it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to just sit and read. I used to read a lot as a kid, but yeah, same. Like I would, I remember the summers that I spent in the in like the town where I used to live close to Madrid. I would get like books and I'd either like read 
one per day or one every two days. Dang. Like the summers, they were like for me to like sit in the porch and just read. read. I remember when the Harry Potter books came out, I was like so into them. Yup. Um, so I was telling you, uh, I've always been good with English. Uh, and when the last two, last book came out, I think it was last or last two, last, last one. I made an agreement with my English teacher from <laughs> school. It was like, hey, whenever I finish my, like all the appointments you give us, and if I'm quiet and not bothering anyone, can I please just read? Like, because obviously you need to be paid, paying attention to the class. But when yeah. they gave us exercises, like, I know I'm going to finish it in, in like a minute or two. And I might have an extra like three, four minutes. Can I use those to read? Yeah. <laughs> and she'll be like, as long as you're quiet. Okay. Yeah. But I even made that agreement with her. <laughs> I was like, please. And people like, read. I'm thinking about it. It's like, like half pretentious, half cute. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. Um, well, thank you for uh, spending time and uh, and and Dude, recording with me. My pleasure. This is great. We yeah. did uh, we did this. this is, you're the well, not the first two time guest, but I mean, this is first we're episode. Coming back, of, baby. Coming back, baby. We're back. Bulls are back. Bulls are back. Yeah. We're we're seeing red. You're seeing red yeah. all the way from Madrid. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the show, this is usually where I put it out there for you to kind of like plug promote anything you need to share shill and share uh the floor is yours my friend so well i'm carlos romo pw on both twitter and instagram uh i have a big cartel store which is carlos romo.bigcartel.com if you want to get some t-shirts i've never put out put up eight by tens over there i might just do it i only really do eight by tens at shows but i might just do it now we'll see uh i want to plug my new band though yeah, uh, I I recently came back to music and started playing again. So I'm playing in a punk rock bar band from Madrid, which I found out through a bar that I worked in during the pandemic. And they used to play it, and I shot some did. I was like, "Oh, this is sick!" And I posted up a story in English, like my new favorite song, and they just replied, "Muchas gracias." <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" It's like, "Yeah, we're from here. What?" <laughs> and we started talking to each other, and they saw like the clips I posted during the pandemic, and they were like, "Hey, do you want to come play with us?" I was like. If you guys understand that wrestling is my priority, then let's try it out. We try it out, it worked perfectly. So there's an EP already on Spotify that that's why I became a fan of them, and that's so I'm not plugging this because it's my band. Like I was already a fan because of that. No, please. So plug. the band's called Early Flights. Twitter is at Early Flights. Instagram is at Early Flights Band. There's an EP called Icing on Spotify. So if you like punk rock, like style let's say iron chic men singers nice stuff like that uh you'll definitely enjoy that for sure i will definitely be checking that out oh, yeah. that's awesome and we will definitely need to be doing a part three podcast let's where we're gonna, we just straight up talk music because yes. i wanted to get into that but unfortunately i'm yeah, I very rumble. scared about the I batteries rumble. dying We've on this talked thing. About. we got a lot of good out of this though thank yeah. you thank you again no, so thank much you. we got a recent talk again that's great hell yeah <laughs> Uh, and I guess enjoy the rest of your stay in America. Thank you. And uh, we will see you, or yeah, see you and hear you again soon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Peace. Love you, dude.